The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Everybody and welcome to my brother, my brother, being an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. Oh, hey, I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. So, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I watched uh, some new stuff. There's a new, like, cooking Oh, cool. Show. Let me tell you about my weekend. <laughs> Okay, I did nice. want to hear about Travis's cooking show he's watching. No, it's really good. Nadia from Great British Bake Off is on it. I love the big family cooking show. Yeah, it's the big family cooking show. Justin, really I know you had a big weekend, but let's talk about the big family cooking show. It's just two big families, and I mean gigantic, nine-foot-tall sort of Goliaths, and, and they what's smash great, all the and eggs. In the, the second challenge, too, you get to see their giant homes. And they eat a whole turkey, bones and all, and they climb up their beanstalk to their big castle in the sky. It's so good. It's Let's so just talk good. about that for the intro. That's I mean, the intro, I think, because nothing else, Justin, I know you had kind of a buckwild time, but again, these giant families are cooking and fighting. There's a big fight guys, at the end of each episode. I want to talk about my thing. Your thing didn't make headlines. My thing made headlines. Actually, the f- big families did go around. They crushed many areas in Wales. Yeah. Uh, so, I, uh, my my good buddy Lynn and Sydney and I went and saw. Now it's just your buddy Lynn and not our. Well, I think, no, our fine. good buddy Lynn. Thank fine. You. Yes, you're right. Thank you, Travis. Uh, went to go see Escape to Margaritaville and double feature of uh, now Hamilton. Is, is that the sequel Escape to from, Escape from L.A.? Uh, we went and saw Hamilton and Escape to Margaritaville with uh, my new best buddy, Mr. Uh, James Buffett. And it was basically the best thing that's ever happened to me. Jimmy Buffett is basically the nicest person that I know. Certainly the nicest person that is worth a half billion dollars, like easily, like he wins that pretty much, hands down. Uh, what did you wear? Sweetheart. What did you? I gotta ask because I know you put some thought into this. You knew you were meeting James the Parrot Man and the, James the Parrot King, and you knew you were meeting him. And it's going to be a momentous moment in your life. What do you? What do you wear for that? What do you? How do you dress yourself for that occasion? I'm wondering. Okay, so I did initially have a hawaiian shirt with a sport coat over it mm. and then sydney was like i don't think so and i was like you are correct that's right because we are also seeing hamilton the same day and that would be quite the look i mean you could take so, it, you could take a sort of a classier selection from the from the thomas bahama collection and i did what pass. i i ended up going with a button down with tasteful palm trees mm. nice small tasteful palm trees on the button down just a wink and a nod one thing that was uh the probably my favorite there were many it was basically the wildest day of my life but my favorite thing that happened is that we were having brunch while we were waiting for jimmy to arrive and lynn and i ordered margaritas 
to kind of get in the spirit of things because we were going to go see Escape to Margaritaville and it was kind of a themed day. Um, and the margaritas were still on our table when Mr. Buffett arrived and ordered a latte. And he did notice, like, oh, you guys are already having margaritas. It's like, ah, god damn it. <laughs> okay. We did order it to have, like, a fun time. And we did not think about the reality. That, uh, like, that was just supposed to be a joke for you and Lynn. Like, it, not a joke, just, like, living in the in the day. Which, like, the greatest thing about Jimmy Buffett is he is exactly jimmy buffett all the time like he is just he's 24 7 jimmy buffett 24 7 jimmy buffett all the time like the like all the best having fun the the best like so excited that we are having margaritas that we were living that parrot head lifestyle so into it um and his show was an absolute fucking delight if i can say my favorite joke from the show written co-written by i will add Mr. Mike O'Malley. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Really? Let's take the leaderboard, Mo. Yes. Mr. Mike O'Malley, co wrote with Greg Garcia. And my favorite joke in it. <laughs> oh, oh, it's God, a good I'm, I'm it's percolating a good, in there. It's a fucking good one. The the it's set at this uh like island bar hotel called Margaritaville. Yes. And uh the lady who runs it says uh 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 and uh in the morning we've uh uh, we've got a top-notch breakfast buffet. And she said, uh, the lady who's just shown up says, uh, I think you, uh, I'm pretty sure it's pr- pronounced buffet. And she says, no, I think you're thinking of the singer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's it's a fucking, I was wait, on, no, wait, wait. on the floor. On. On the no, floor. it's good, it's good. But we need to address, does Jimmy Buffett exist in this in the in the fiction of this world, does Jimmy the Buffett internet? exist in Jimmy Buffett's Escape from Margaritaville? Well, that's a I good d- question, Griffin. Because, like in Mamma Mia, are the do the characters ever reference that they are singing ABBA songs? Yeah, I don't the, think the, so. I need, really do need a question. I really need my question answered because if the answer is yes, that is that is that that is a pretty wild sort of world that they've built there. Um, we are talking about a show where a gentleman shapes an LSD flashback through the power of his mind so that undead insurance salesmen wear Technicolor uh, suits and do a kick line. Fuck, so this is amazing. Were, how do I get to this show immediately? Yeah, how do you go right now? It's in Chicago for another three weeks, and it's moving to that big Broadway we call Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is it was great, and I was seated uh, across the aisle from James throughout the show, and he was... Loving it. Was it the whole time like tapping you like, oh, this part's, you're going to love this part. Wait, you're going to love this. No, he got, I told him, Sydney and I told him when we first showed up that we were really paranoid about spoilers because we didn't want to know the tunes that were in it or anything. And and every time he would like uh, be about to talk about something in the show, he would stop himself like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm going to let you see it. Uh, it was was so... he not torn to shreds from by the audience there, just trying oh, to get a piece my man. of, it of did James? get a little bit World War Z in there, because we saw Hamilton with Lynn, and then we saw <laughs> Escape to Margaritaville with James. So, I wish you like, could have gone, Chicago- gone, gone to a screening of the My Brother, My Brother, Me TV show with all of them, with you in the audience, like, oh, yeah, this is how it is. Oh, me too, boys. I, me too. Here we, we got the big it. three right here. Lynn was trying to stay covert, so when people did start applauding as he walked in, I just kind of turned around and waved my hands like, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I do I do make several podcasts. Thank you so much for uh, uh, 
recognizing that. I did meet two uh, uh, Bam fans at Hamilton, Patrick and Heather, who like saved my poor my poor ego. It's like we've heard of you. Like, oh, good, yes, yes. <laughs> hey, thanks. Uh, uh, Lynn, the people cheered for Lynn at Hamilton, and he had to eventually like stand up, and everybody was like taking pictures and stuff. Uh, Mr. Buffett came in and was trying to cloak it, you know, a little bit, mainly because you don't want to distract from the show that people paid a lot of money for and want to want to watch. And, but he did get spotted, and then people started cheering, and then people just like sort of gang rushed. Oh, so there was no. like twenty people just like trying to get a taste uh and he was very nice and, and accommodating to everybody but it, i was having a full-blown like where are the exits panic attack uh over there but it, he was he was super nice to everybody and uh i don't know it was it was wild and i can't thank lynn enough for such a um i mean it just was just was out of hand Justin, I, mean, just I need to i need to hand. ask you a question and this is i know this is weird i realize this is weird but like this is my one chance to ask this question. How did Jimmy Buffett smell? I have to know this also. Uh, I have to know this also. Did he smell like I, boat, boat wood or pineapples or, like, or tanning or, lotion? Uh, faintly of coconut. Like if you want to know the answer, yeah, oh, it's faintly of coconut. That's Shit. What I yeah. Do you think it that that's a, a scent that he applies to himself, or you think just his DNA has yeah, sort of absorbed so, enough so of this banana aura. boat? He was his bitten aura. by a radioactive coconut at some point in his life. The greatest thing about uh, the I don't I keep saying the greatest thing, but like one of the highlights is how deeply into Hamilton Jimmy Buffett is. To the extent, like my my Sydney was seated next to James throughout Ham for the performance of Hamilton, and she heard him like singing along with several numbers. So like my wife is probably the only person who's heard like the Jimmy Buffett covers. God of, damn, uh, release that not album, my Jimmy. Shot. I know. How about that that album? Where's that album? Yeah. Um. That a, a couple people because Lynn and Jimmy were in the same area were suggesting like you guys got to do something together. And I, all I could think is like, what the fuck would that be exactly if Lynn and Jimmy collaborated on something? And then I realized it would be the My Brother, My Brother, Me musical. That is yeah. like literally <laughs> the only, yeah, the that's only, the only logical. like Venn diagram section of that that could exist. Um, but anyway, it was great. And I don't want to bloviate about it anymore because it was uh, – uh, but it was – but I did appreciate that like I was seated with them for both shows. So like – there are a lot of people around Chicago that have like inexplicable pictures of me. It's just like weird pictures of me like losing my mind uh uh in in the general radius. So I apologize to anybody that I was uh making weird faces in your cool pictures. Anyway, let's start the show cuz we we still have to do this advice podcast. I I haven't bought my uh my my villa at the Margaritaville retirement community yes. quite yet. Yeah. Didn't bring it didn't want to broach the subject. Uh, with James. You didn't think he could get you in gratis? I See, I feel like he could get me in, right? Like, if anybody could, he could get me in. But, like, I feel like he would be, the man's 70 years old and came straight from a five-day surf weekend to this show, flew himself, Natch, to this show from a five-day surf weekend. I feel like he would be very judgmental of me if I tried to retire at 37. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. How about this question? question? Yeah. I have a favorite pizza place that I go to once a week. <laughs> Sorry. I accidentally saw the second email. <laughs> Travis we'll get to that. Here, we'll get to that I'm later. Just gonna, I'm just going to. 
right, I'm just going to skip to that, and then we'll come back. Well, no, okay. we've given this person a, tea, a taste of having their question we, read on the show. We, we will do the pizza. Them. You know what? Let's do the second question. We'll circle back. We'll do the pizza. We'll play circle question. back. The second Because <laughs> I don't think we're going to have that, that much to add. Second question is this. How do I take it to the next level? That's from Gmail. <laughs> I included this because I'm very excited to pitch oh, my Jesus idea for next God. year's next year's theme. Elevate 18, taking it to the next level. All right. All right. All right. I feel like I feel like the theme for 2018 we need to be we need to be realistic about how well we have sort of followed through on past years themes because I don't know that we've kept things especially serpentine. I don't think we especially fixed nothing in 2016. God, in fact, I no. would say shit done broke a little bit more than average. 20 Griff team we were on it. I feel like 20 Griff team we stayed on it. Can we really stick with Elevate team? Um I would love I just feel like it's too early to I can't transition into the next year yet. We still have two months to zag on them. Yeah, I know. I love this theme, but like, like the, uh, two days ago, our buddy Lynn got up on stage with Jimmy Buffett and sang Margarita Margaritaville to raise money for uh, AIDS research. Like, I think we're. St- I'm still zagging. Like, yeah, I'm not left. Is still, the, zag, still the zag, zag behind. Potential. The zag is still oh, alive. I can. I can I give you the second one that I came up with. Which actually fits what you're discussing now, which is percolate teen, letting it simmer. The, a, okay, a, okay, that's, that's very, so that's, achievable. Yeah, which I do yeah, because like. that's my day to day. Also, there's a lot of things that rhyme with eight. So maybe again, let's just take some time. Okay, but those are my two front runners. I want to make it clear: elevate okay. teen, take and it to the next level, or percolate good. teen, letting it simmer. And what and what I love about those two is that they are diametrically opposed to each other. And I'm also now realizing I might be misinformed on what percolating is. It yeah. might not be like a, a slow simmer. No, getting it, okay. let's get it percolating. That means it's like it's 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 elevating, but much slower than yeah yeah yeah. yeah. How do I okay, take it to the so next level though? Because I, I take it to the next. I level? I think there's. Can I say this? There's a lot of bad ways to take the next level. Party. Drugs, oh yeah. Party drugs. What about just do everything like. You're doing stuff already, right? Uh-huh. Just almost do never. It. I what I do disagree with that. I'm almost never doing stuff. You're doing th- some stuff. Just do it harder and twice. Like Ooh. if you do every you take everything you do today except do it harder and twice, you're going to be elevating. You're going yeah. to be reaching the next level very easily. I I I ate that chili last night. Last night was chili night, so I can tell you one thing, I'm going to be doing harder and twice. Griffin again. <laughs> Griffin and the eating to eat chili. Griffin, Andrew McElroy. Strong. It's got beef and beans and tomatoes in it. You know it's my fave three. You don't don't lecture to me about the value of chili. Okay. Yes, obviously, chili's amazing. It's one of the two foods I can eat. Griffin, you have to stop eating chili. It's oh. like if Superman kept coming on our podcast to talk about how he eats kryptonite. It's like Superman. Stop fucking eating the kryptonite. Does he's like, he like oh, but it's so good. It's got beans in it. It's my favorite flavor. Yeah, like if Bat- Batman came on, he's like, "What are you doing today, Batman?" Just thinking about my dead parents. <laughs> well, you know, Batman. Stop doing that, Batman. Let me I'll... offer another suggestion of how to take it to the next level. Okay. Two words: hype person. Mm, too expensive in this economy. No way. Well, maybe you could barter it. You know, like hype person for each other. Okay. I'll hype person for you. You hype person for me. Just have a don't don't pay another person. You can't afford that in this economy. 
just have a boom box that is constantly playing Get Ready for This by 2 Unlimited. Yeah. Like, for everything you are doing. Like, you're jumping hurdles, have 2 Unlimited in the background. You're making pizza for your family, 2 Unlimited. Just pump it up. Just pump yeah, it and, up. And, and a hand mirror, and you can be your own hype person. Now, that's getting I, some... Strange, ter- stranger things upside no, down. No, you do that. Like you look in your mirror and you're like, "You're doing great." You know, and it's just a nice, positive affirmation. The more you can look in the mirror and say, "I'm amazing," that's what I do every day, and I'm fucking yikes! So many levels above, multiple times a day. We actually have to pause the podcast so Travis can do it. Yeah. Well, he keeps like, a mirror around because he says it helps him in case there's a Medusa, and I, I don't dis- I don't disagree, and I'm glad. Like I yes. know that I have at least one brother who won't be turned to stone. Take that. I want to hear a Yahoo, but Griffin, first, I wanted to mention to anybody who wasn't aware, uh, we are going to be uh, coming to the Midwest this week. Fuck. It's so soon. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, Chicago, Minneapolis, Milwaukee. We have already sold out of one of the Chicago shows and the Minneapolis shows. If you want to come to Chicago, uh, please come. It's going to be a very fun show. Uh, It's going to be our first one of the tour, and it's going to be hype. I think there's going to be a lot of hype energy. We're going to take it to the next level. We're going to take it to the next level, basically. Um, and and Milwaukee is going to be the last one, so we're just going to be leaving it all out on the table. They're the bookends, and you got to come see them. McElroyShows.com slash tours, and you can get tickets for those. Please come. We would love to see you. Uh, there's a lot of great seats available at the first Chicago show, especially Milwaukee's running low. But Chicago, there's a lot of seats available, so please Please, 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 please come. We would really love to see you. All right. You got it. Thanks, Griffin. I'm glad you're going to be there. Um, here's a Yahoo from Seth Carlson. Thank you, Seth. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. But uh, J.K. Simmons is up in a farmer's insurance ad at the top of the screen, so it is J.K. Simmons. And it's great <laughs> that it's J.K. Simmons because the question is, can celebrities and normal people have their own separate heavens when they die? Let me put it to you all this way. Celebrities are different people no matter how human beings they become whoa no Wait, matter what? How, <laughs> no matter how human beings they become while being in the spotlight with millions and millions of people watching them from all over the world they cannot do what real normal people do in their everyday life when we are normal people we live in a normal life without having paparazzi and the media following us around anywhere we go when we are normal people we live our lives anonymously not publicly did you guys know what a celebrity is because this person's got a whole paragraph yeah, yeah. Even without you, seeing, even without seeing millions of pictures of yourself all over the web, and without seeing yourself on Wikipedia, blogs, videos, posters, newspapers, websites, and all of the above, not not to mention your full name and date of birth being shown to the whole entire world, where people know that you're real. I feel like full this person infor- has lost the plot of yeah. the original question. Uh, not to mention your full name and date of birth being shown to the whole entire world, where people know that you're real, full information and personal life. Do you agree? With what part, my With dude? what? Also, are you talking about people getting doxxed in heaven? What are you talking about? I'm very confused because up till now, I've been led to believe that stars are just like us. That yes, they get coffee just I've like heard. us. They walk their dogs just like us. They go to the store they, just like us. They smell faintly of coconut just like us. Yeah, so I'm confused. I have to circle back to the coconut smell because I'm wondering if it's synesthetic in a way. Like he lo- you see him and you think of <laughs> mm-hmm. his music and the smell and perhaps even the taste of that sweet nut enters I your mouth. I think that maybe nose. it's like a psychotropic effect. Yeah. Like – if you put a, a a scientific smeller up, they wouldn't detect it. Right. But it is entering into your mind space. Okay, so speaking 
of James, as long as we're on the topic. If there's a heaven that I go to and Jimmy Buffett isn't there, that's not heaven for me. Flip side, mm. if there's a heaven that Jimmy Buffett goes to and he's got some portly lad trying to shove a guitar into his hand so he'll play boat drinks 24 hours not a day. heaven for him. If, that's not heaven for him. Right. I, I mean, I, a flip, side, flip side, I'm at the breakfast buffet because you know it's, it's fucking like Great Wall of China, the breakfast buffet uh, in heaven. Everything you can believe it's ever, pronounced Buffett. Jesus, please us. Is also up there, and he's great. That's and, actually the name of the breakfast buffet. Yeah, Jesus, please us. And then you're up there, and you you're on the breakfast buffet, and you have to wait in line, but it's a short line. And who's that next to you in the line? It's Don Cheadle. And you're like, oh wow, Don Cheadle, that's cool. But I don't really know what. Did to, you die? Did you pass? Well, oh no. In the future, did I die? Yeah. Oh god. I'm saying it's uncomfortable sometimes when you see a celeb and you don't know how to interact with them. If I see Don Cheadle at the breakfast buffet in heaven at Jesus Please Us, that's going to be uncomfortable for me. Like, I don't I don't necessarily want to interact with celebrities day in, day out, because I feel but, like I'll do but a bad don't you job think, of it. Don't you think, Griffin, that, that, that a little bit of that discomfort is like, this is my, when am I ever going to see Don Cheadle again? But in heaven, that answer is, I don't know, whenever, like whenever forever. you want to see Don Cheadle, I guess. Yeah, so like that idea of like, I don't feel like talking to Don Cheadle now. I'll do it any other time in the infinite, you know, expanse right. of forever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this the five people you get to meet in heaven? Is this like you have to pick the five celebs that, like, inhabit your talking. heaven? Is that what I this may, book is about? I may have misunderstood that. I didn't think that was the five people you get to meet in heaven. Yeah, like, I didn't there think was it was a limitation. A, I but. thought it was a book and not an application. That you, <laughs> not like when you got there, St. Peter's like, you got five. You got five. And, okay. and don't laminate the list. Am I right? Because then, how do you change? It's a, jo- it's a joke from Friends. Travis, Travis just got bumped off the list for his Friends joke. That's just a deep oh, pull. Is just trying. So to. wait a minute, Saint Peter. I only get five. Uh, yeah, you only get five. Ah, Jesus. Uh, okay, so you got four. Wait a minute. No. no, I wasn't using. You know, he's around anyway. But that's fine. You burned one. Damn it, Carl. Damn it, from Idaho. I got you again. <laughs> the first person you ask for is infinite persons. And then you're like, oh, you got it. Or a funny celebrity impersonator. Yes. Give me Rich Little up there. I've got all the celebs. I've got all the celebs. (laughs) I'll take Rich Little, Frank Caliendo. And nobody else. Just those two, sucker. That's going to do it for me. Give my three to Frank. Give the other three to Frank. I just want separate heavens for famous people. They've earned it. Holy shit. They don't deserve me to be around them. They don't. No, they didn't do nothing to deserve that. It's heaven, not hell. Oh shit! That's that's the Twilight Zone twist, right? Of like, ah, oh, as a celebrity, I'm so excited to have my own private heaven where I don't have to deal with like the adoration. And then like on day three, they're like. I can't deal with this like seclusion and I I like having fans and an audience. I thought heaven would be great. And then like a dude in a red suit pops up and he's like, Oh, ah, did you think this was heaven? I gotcha, it's heck. Yeah. You're in heaven. <laughs> and the I mean the, the choicest thing about celebrity heaven is judging by the headlines of the past couple weeks, it is not gonna be as crowded as I assumed no. yeah. it would be yeah. uh, just a little bit ago. It, I think you're chill. gonna have some room to stretch your legs in there. All right, here's a question. I have a favorite pizza place that I go to once a week. With every pizza you order, they give you a coupon. Bring back 12 coupons, and you'll get a free pizza. That's a wild way of doing that. 
<laughs> they just didn't want to spring for one of those punching machines on the card, huh? All right, that's Here's fine. a piece well, of trash. Bring me 12 pieces of trash, and you get a free pizza. Yeah, you turn it into a fucking World of Warcraft quest to get free Frieza. Anyway, I collected all these coupons and went in on my birthday for the Frieza. Good. Good portmanteau. Frieza. Frieza. I went in there, I collected my 12 coupons, and I got the bad guy from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> when the cashier told me the price, I handed him the coupons, and he said, Oh, okay, you have enough of them. He wasn't annoyed or anything. He just didn't show any emotion at all. And it really kind of ruined the mood of excitement <laughs> about this free pizza. <laughs> I know customer service is difficult and annoying at all, but I think the cashier should have to act excited when people bring in 12 coupons to not ruin the special moment. Oh, what do you man. think, brothers? That's from Apprehensive and Appleton. This is so good. Because it is. Th- there's two things going on right here. One... They are, you are bringing these things in and you say, time for you to experience a loss. Like, time time for you right. to, to financially surrender yourself to me. But at the same time, Justin, the World of Warcraft quest, I can't get that out of my head because I do want to, like, amazing travel. Oh! And, like, a, a golden glow, like, surrounds you for a second, you know? Yeah, you're getting one over on them. They never thought anyone would do this. They made it as annoying as humanly possible. The 12 yeah. pieces, they the, didn't the think coupons, they would actually do it. The coupons are cut in different shapes. This is not even like you bring them a neat, even stack of beautiful rectangular paper. One of them is like a star. And one of them is like a very, very, very small circle. Maybe they're bummed because they know that if you're using a coupon for a Frieza, the chances of you tipping are... Nothing. ...have, have been reduced to nil. Maybe that's the the so the lack of excitement about that. You got a tip even on a freezer. Oh, Y'all yeah. know that, right? Y'all got a tip, tip on, on a, everything. Okay, you tip on tip on a carryout, right? You guys tip, yes. tip on a carryout. I do yeah. now. I do now because I joked once about not doing it, and many people were like, "You have to," and I was like, "Oh, okay." And now I do. That's how suggestible Travis is. Everybody. Yeah. Maybe they didn't do enough at once. What I'm saying is, like, if you order six pizzas and they're like, oh, hell yeah, what a great day. And then you bring in 72 coupons. Uh-huh. And it's like, they're, they're like, so that'll be basically $150. And you're like, oh, well, basically, the prestige. And then you bring Boom. out, like, 72 coupons. Or, That's going to get real. You open a briefcase and you have all of them banded together in the briefcase. And you're just like, I'll pay for it with this. And they it, faint. Assuming you get a coupon for the Frieza. Uh-oh. For the Goku, if you get an eat right there, 144 pizzas, Uh huh. you will then get 12 coupons just from the Frieza's that you can use to get another Frieza. Ladies and gentlemen, I have just figured out the infinite pizza equation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it. if you just do 144, you will generate an infinite engine, a, and you have built an engine of pizza building that is... Uh-huh. Is infinite, infinite pizza. Pepperoni. They said that pepperoni perpetual moment. I'm trying to get like a perpetual oh, no, that's moment. No, there's nothing in there, but tw- perpetual f- pepper. Keep going. I'll it's, get there. Each pizza costs ten dollars. It's up fourteen hundred forty dollars. That's that's a lot, perpetual right? Perpetual moment. It's a lot. It's a lot of money to invest in something. But then mathematically, I ran the numbers. Infinite pizza. So. Just think well, about what it. You, what you do is you donate those pizzas to like a local shelter or a library or something, and then you also get on BuzzFeed. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then people will donate you more money 
to give mm-hmm. to, to give to buy 144 new pizzas and then uh-huh i started and then you joke. invest those pizzas and you use that interest to buy more pizzas but you gotta be careful because again guys the economy fuck oh you we build that pizza bubble oh we haven't talked about the economy in a while but it's it, 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 i feel like it's really off the rails a little bit yeah, yeah. This, in this economy is in the toilet the um, or is it good now I don't it even know where the economy now. is. That's how off the rails it is. Is it could be I, good or it could be bad, and there's no way of tracking it. It should not have come as a surprise to you. This person would not be excited if you'd ever watched any of the many extreme couponing television programs that are available to you, which I would highly uh, uh, attempt to deter you from. It is not an enjoyable way of spending time. But the grand finale of those shows is always someone meticulously handing over like 150 coupons to get all the free toilet paper they could ever want for mm-hmm. their butt. And the person who is on the receiving end of that behind the register, learn. you could you can watch them learning that they lack the capability of killing someone with their mind. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that is what they are attempting to do yeah. is to try to stop this person's heart with their eyeballs yeah. uh, because they are not jized about the way they're spending I think, time. I think if that's your position, you should be able to grill them on what they're going to be using all of this stuff for. For yeah. instance, oh, yeah, you you really got one over on us this time. Boy, you must be doing some heavy-duty shits to need this much, huh? <laughs> Tell me everything about that. Boy, you guys really love mustard. Put it on everything, huh? <laughs> Drink some of that. Hey, drink a whole... I'll let you do this, because you got the right pieces of paper from the newspaper. Boy, this is a fucked up shitty system, but go ahead and drink a whole container of mustard for me right now, and we'll get the bathroom ready for you, because apparently it disagrees with you. You better start eating those pickles right now if you're going to eat them before they expire. Go on. Open a jar of pickles and eat it in front of me. I got a lot of coupons to scan, and I need <laughs> I got plenty to of time. Me. Get one of those spicy boys out and get your crunch on right in front of me. Entertain me, pickle lover. You've never seen, I love watching, there's certain moments on the extreme couponing uh, shows where you can actually watch the cashier's worldview crumble around them when mm-hmm. they ring all of them in and realize that somehow through the machinations of this clipper, they owe money back to the person. It's mm-hmm. rare, but it does happen. It's like, according exactly. to this, I owe you $5. And, like, in that moment, they cease to under... Like, you can watch this person realize they have no idea how capitalism or barter and trade or the world itself works. And I just assume after that, they go live in the woods. Oh, full-blown hunter-forager, like, done. Yeah, bye, 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 bye. Yeah, I've seen seen too much, and I've seen it, and the shine came off the, the capitalism apple. I'm in the woods now. See ya. The other great thing about those shows is when the person gives you a tour of their stocks that they've gotten with it. And it, there's always a shot where it's like, and over here, uh, I've got 30 cans of peas. And I wish the camera would just like stay on them, like straight <laughs> for like three minutes, like not move, just like force them <laughs> to stand there and confront the fact that they will die someday. And when they do, they will have peas just literally, they're going to have to, cl- your children are going to have to, uh, 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 God damn, how many boxes of expired peas do we have to carry out before the estate sale? I uh, am Ozymandias, look upon my peas. <laughs> but then you realize that, and you say, and maybe this is how we elevate teen. You say, I'm not going to let these peas outlive me. 
It's peas morning, noon, and night. We're getting British up in here. It's all peas all, all the way down, baby. You try to kill me, peace? You try to outlive me, peace? <laughs> oh, shit. We got fucking 20 crates. We have two metric tons of toilet paper. And I'm fucking 58 years old. Let's get it fucking going. Crampies, crampies, crampies. Shit, shit, shit. Yeah. I need those. Hey, plumber, plumber, get over here. I need those wide pipes because I'm going to die in 20 to 30 years, according to medical science. Maybe these peas will keep me alive a little bit longer, but I'm not going to let this bastard toilet paper out. Let me. You hear me? Toilet paper? Get over here, plumber. I need double pipes, two toilets. Let's go. What, what do you kids want for dinner tonight? Uh, split pea soup. Oh, you want me to split the peas and therefore effectively double the number of peas? I fucking think not, Jeremy. I think not. You're going to have your usual peas shaped into a, a hamburger shape on a pea bun. Get to eating. And then you're going to go shit, Jeremy, because we got <laughs> to. We all need to chip in here. You're going to make yourself. Uh, I know I've always told you to not make the mummy hand, but I am issuing a housewide decree. Everyone mummy hands for their toilet paper usage. Everybody has to mummy hand. We're going to get through this. You got any teachers that are real pieces of shit? Here's the perfect time to go to the money zone. first sponsor this week is me undies me undies i don't like when they include language in these but i'm just gonna have to say it me undies makes your makes undies that your butt oh yuck and we're not the only ones who love me undies listen to what longtime listener and me undies enthusiast christian has to say okay this is from a listener of ours named christian it says me undies changed my life no longer do i suffer suffer from uh, uncomfortable scratchy cloth like I did before. I now look forward to putting on my MeUndies every morning. It's like riding on a cloud, and though I'm married, no one holds me better. That's lovely, Christian. That's basically a haiku. So thank you so much for that. Uh, you can be like Christian. Think, get- do you think there's someone at MeUndies whose job is specifically to come up with ads just for my brother, my brother, and me? I think they've like, got to have their own dedicated. They were like, they can't handle the <laughs> the pressure of talking about the underwear themselves. Uh, you can get 20% off the best and softest underwear and socks you will ever own with free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. We'd go to MeUndies.com slash my brother. That's MeUndies.com slash my brother. I also just want to say, because it doesn't get enough credit, they also now have bralettes and hoodies and sleep pants and t-shirts. Go check it out. Uh, I want to tell you about Nature Box. When it comes to eating better, it's, it's it feels like sometimes when you're snacking down, it's either you make a decision. Do you want delicious and billion calories food or do you want boring and tasteless food? I say fuck both those. And Nature Box also says that. It says right here, fuck both those. Because you can snack good and even better with nature box they got over 100 snacks that taste good and are better for you and they're all made from high quality simple ingredients with no artificial colors flavors or sweeteners i talk about all the time i like that big island pineapple do you think that that is jimmy's favorite also is the big island pineapple? i mean he probably have to imagine he probably has his own sort of wet pineapple these are delicious huge dried pineapple rings he has his own probably wet pineapple solutions but i bet he'd still get down on these they add new snacks every month and they're shipped right to your door they will replace snacks you don't like for free and right now naturebox is offering my brother my brother and me fans 50 percent off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash my brother that's naturebox.com slash my brother for 50 percent off your first order one last time naturebox.com slash my brother got a message here 
for Rosemary Travail. I don't know why you had to say it like you were at a Ren Fair. I just really like that name. There's a lot to that. One, it's got Trav in it, which you know, you know that's the best. Yeah, but also it's just a be- it's just a it's just a beautiful name. It's a good name. It's from it's from Craig. Oh, don't say Craig's name like that after we're giving Rosemary the Shakespeare. Well, I'm going to go with Gregory Jamonson. That's okay, Gregory. That's you. Gregory Jamonson. And Gregory writes, I don't know what day this will be read on or even what month, but we shall get snacks tonight. Parenthetical, you are the best. Love, Gregory. I don't know about this character, Trav. I feel like he needs. I feel like he my needs name third... is Jumbo Tron, <laughs> and when I say that, I think maybe I should be a robot man. Yeah, start instead. him over. Start him over. Okay. This message is for Rosemary <laughs> Tron. Jumbo Tron, you're back. <laughs> it's from Krang. Well, don't read the message a second time, Jumbo Tron. Jumbo Tron. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Let you me got try a, the next one. You got a virus from this message is for Bevan. Like Kevin with B. It's from Chris and Sarah. I feel like we could do... I feel to like... To Bevan. Okay. Master of Psychology. I'm losing it now. Yeah, it's, you are a little bit. I'm melting. You fought off the demons of anxiety, persevered over the terrors of academia, and created one in- incredible kick-ass thesis. All while being an amazing friend and partner. Thank you for letting us bask in your glory. We loved being your companions for these adventures and look forward to the ones to come. See, Jumbotron couldn't have delivered an emotional message like that because, well, he is real. Here's but what his you love don't is, know, Griffin. His love's not real. What you don't know, Griffin, is halfway when, when my voice changed, that yeah. is when I bicentennial manned. Oh, you got a penis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got Jumbotron a, got a penis. You got a penis that can come and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my favorite line from that movie is um Oliver Platt gives him a penis and he's like, Can it come? And Oliver's like, It can come and everything. And come then, in everything or come and everything. Come and everything. And Bi- oh, okay. Bicentennial Man then says, like, oh, like a real penis. Cool. <laughs> so great job, Bevan. What is the everything? And pee and you know <laughs> and whistle whistle looks just cool <laughs> <laughs> well no no not really oh sorry about that just had to dispatch some goons real quick hi i'm april wolf lead film critic at la weekly and when i'm not kicking butt i'm hosting the new maximum fun podcast switchblade sisters do you love genre films? Do you love female filmmakers? Do you love discussions on craft? If your answer is yes, you'll love Switchblade Sisters. Every episode, I invite one female filmmaker on, and we talk in-depth about their fave genre film and how it influenced their own work. So we're talking horror, action, sci-fi, fantasy, bizarro, and exploitation cinema. Mothers, lock up your sons, because the Switchblade Sisters are coming for you. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, how about this one? It was sent in by Jace Parker. Thank you, Jace. It's from Yahoo Answers user Yazan, who asks, What if we can breath in space, but the government tells us we can't, so we don't try to escape? Hell yeah. What if we can breath in space, but the government tells us we can't, so we don't try to escape? Earth? Like, we don't Earth? try to... 
by well, Earth, Earth is I- Earth is the biggest prison. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Earth is Earth's a big prison, and maybe I don't want to be, you know, rained on. Ugh, mm-hmm. gross. I shouldn't have to. I want to go above the rain, up in space, where I definitely can't breathe. But government tells me I can't because they're up there doing who knows what. Why would why would the government want to keep you on Earth? I think that they'd be fine if you wanted to blast off to new. Well, because I'm frontiers. saying space is cool, and we're doing stuff up there. Maybe. Yeah. Well, no we're more. definitely doing stuff up there. I mean, maybe. oh yeah, we can fly around. You could fly around like Second Life, or you know, punch maybe an they're asteroid just or. Maybe they're afraid one of us will get to the moon and be like, this is mine. And it's like, well, damn it. Well, shoot. We didn't call. Nobody called it. Nobody's called dibs yet on moon. We should have thought of that when we were there, maybe. Didn't they call dibs on the... They put their flag there, right? America owns it. There's a position at NASA. This is not a joke. At NASA that was hiring in the last few years that was like galactic preservationist. And it was like Mm -hmm. a person who made sure that like nobody like called the moon like it was like they made sure that like folks were cool about all the planets and stuff mm-hmm. and nobody tried to get up to some shit what well, did they like wait up there with a big space flashlight like hey, 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 hey you hey, kids hey, get hey, out of here do it move it along move it along have sex on jupiter take the, the i mean the only question about that is like exactly how many mm, i'll be generous and say weeks before Craig, the galactic preservationist, is like, oh, no, this is Craig's moon. Yeah, well, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, like, I fully do have ownership and jurisdiction over this Definitely. moon. And guess what? Jupiter's got, like, 17 moons. I'm not going to claim Io, but I'm going to get one of the smaller ones that nobody knows the name of. Kiss the me. one with all the exotics on it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> off my shorts. I'm Craig. I take Nessus. Here's the thing. Can I just say, and this is a bold move, but I think it's going to stick. I claim Mercury. Oh, Trav. No, no, no. Hear me out. I have a very strong sense that when I do that, someone, will, this will be like an Airbud situation where it's like, wait, well, that's got to be against the rules. And then they'll flip through the book and realize there's no rule against me claiming Mercury and it holds up in a court of law. Mercury's mine. I'm going to take Uranus, but just so I can rename it like Cool Planet and people can't make the joke <laughs> anymore. Mm hmm. How long it's a, a good joke, though. How long did it take me to get there? Can I Google Map? Now, it'll take me 17 hours to get to Uranus Road in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And that is kind of still funny. Like, Uran- like Uranus Road. Like, mm-hmm. drive my car, my, my, my F-150 into Uranus. Um, how about another Yahoo? Do yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I mean, this one, this one is sent in by Morgan Davies, so let's keep it wavy. And it's from Yahoo Answers user Cassandra, who asks, Nightmare about a nuthead? Since a few days ago, I keep having this nightmare about seeing a nuthead everywhere. It's Wait, just, what? It's just, a, what? it's just a man dressed in casual clothes with a giant nut as a head. I can't explain what nut it is in shape, but I would say a walnut. In the dream, I would see him... <laughs> in the dream, I would see him appear to me like a ghost through house windows from the inside on the ending of a road not too far, street corners, libraries, fire exit, and other creepy places, he would disappear two seconds after I spot him. Other people won't spot him. It's kind of like those horror movie scenes where they see a ghost of a loved one or a deceased person from a haunted home, and only one or two people see it, but others don't. I get very scared, and I start saying short prayers, feeling that I haven't seen anything like this in my life. 
The dream is very continuous, and does that mean I need deliverance? He doesn't have eyes, mouth, nose, ears, etc. <laughs> but I can sense he's looking at me or just in my presence before I spot him and disappear. What the fuck? And what do you think can happen next in the dream? I'm not having any mental problems or disturbances. You're not going to die. Deprived. You're going to die from a nut attack. You have a nut allergy. That might be the real one. You have a nut allergy, and this is your body talking to your brain, your fucking lungs, and your whatever gets bad when you have a nut allergy, your blood, it's like in your brain, like, yo, be afraid of walnuts. Thanksgiving's coming up. Stay on your toes. It is People weird. Are trying to sneak nuts in there. I know. It is so weird to be the origin of a creepypasta. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it felt like to be the first person that someone heard a story from that heard the story from someone like with the middleman of a creepypasta this is like okay in many ways i think scarier than slenderman i think we have now and this is why i did want to talk about is i think we could get a lot of profit a lot of financial profit in this bad mm, or good economy it's good to diversify your portfolio neutral might be neutral economy no one's neutral i think it's chaotic but anyway it's definitely chaotic but anyway nuthead i think has a lot of potential mm-hmm. yeah we found our off-ramp <laughs> now After will we this get dumb show for seven years we finally found our platform to get off so and that's kind of just like nuthead the sci-fi merch. original movie nuthead by the mcroy brothers and nuthead very scary will we get sued by the planters peanut who um and all that that's happening are we going to be sued by a planner's peanut? Because he's got a sort of um, cool style these days. And I'm worried that maybe we could see some. Is there a nuthead out there already that we're going to? I guess the Ohio State Buckeye mascot is kind of like that. He's kind of like that. But it's like, you know what nut that is. Well, a Buckeye I, I, is really more. It's like a seed. And okay. he's got a warm well, and inviting face that says, like, it's football time, baby. This yeah. nut doesn't have a face, and he doesn't say anything. Does he carry around big nutcrackers, though? Ooh. No, I think I think Ooh. he's just a, a, a... Here's the thing. We could go with a lot of, like, accessories, but I think man in a suit, right? Like a casual, the, like casual, hush, casual look. Casual look. Casual look. Yeah, so like a J-crew top and some corduroy pants. but And just, like, moves... With stillness, like moves in a very controlled manner, and it's just ever present in your dream hellscape. Mm. Um, I don't know that he needs any accessories except maybe a walnut shaped car. Now that's now we're on some busy world of Richard Scary, but spelled like S C A R Y. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe you don't see that till Dream Twelve, and like Dream One through Eleven, you're like, oh yeah. god, oh god. Dream Twelve, he and gets th- in his walnut car, propeller pops up on top, and he flies away, and he has a fun time in the sky with his worm. And on and apple. on Twelve, you're like, hey, well, oh wait, maybe. Mr. Nuthead's oh. fun. But then in Dream Thirteen, he's back, and this time he has a hundred knives. Yeah. The, oh, so maybe not, Mr. I- Nuthead. The thing I don't love about this that I would want to tweak this IP that we've created from a Yahoo answer is the casual clothes. That just strikes me as very strange that your like nut predator mm-hmm. would be just in in sweats. Oh, like shit. I don't think that's that could be a lot scarier. I think maybe you're invading Nuthead's home in this dream. You're in Nuthead's dream, right? Whoa. So like Nuthead when he's out scaring or they let's say they let's not assume when they're out scaring. Yeah. They're in like full, like scary tux, right? Or whatever. And when they're at home, they're in like, you know, maybe a polo and some MeUndies lounge pants. 
And it's an interesting look, but it's theirs. And then they like keep looking at you through windows because they're like, "What the what fuck? The fuck? Oh, she's back! She's back! She's back!" Oh, uh, yeah. They nuthead wakes up in the middle of the night next to their partner in bed and shakes them because they had the dream again. And then nuthead looks at them and says. Nothing. Nothing. Like, nothing. Nothing. I mean, I don't have a mouth, but yeah. Nuthead but can, has to. We have to clear. say Nuthead talking for like a few films in. I feel like. I mean, they probably like just it. rattle around, and the nut bumps up against the husk, and so it sounds like you know. And that's you know what? Very scary. Like. <laughs> I love that. But, but you know what is what is scary, scary except the abnormal? So to to the nut family. Like, they're, you know, rattling around, and it's like, yeah, that's normal. And then they see a human, and their face opens up? Yeah. And there's, like, jagged bones and shit in there? That's terrifying. A human being faces Whoa. are scary as shit. If Travis, you've got a good point. I've got, my mouth is full of sharp bones, and a lot of those bones have metal in them, because I eat a lot of Sour Patch Kids. Right. <laughs> And can you imagine that? Like it's all wet and pink and gross in and there. And I got the and you got this weird like exposed organ in your mouth. It's like I I I and it can like it it lick. It, what's going on with that? Is it poisonous? If I'm and a nut, you head, eat nuts. Yeah, you eat yeah. nuts. Nuts don't eat you. Yeah, you, if you were eating, even eating Sour Patch Kids would be hugely disturbing to nuts. Like they, they eat the children. Yeah, because they don't know the difference between He's a nut. I think fruit. this is important. Important part of facet of the character is that they're an idiot. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it, the one thing about, like, uh, the the good thing about uh, Nutman? Nut is that what we're Nuthead, Nuthead, just Nuthead. Nuthead. The good thing about Nuthead is he is extremely gullible. <laughs> so, like, if you turn off the lights in room, he's like, I've gone blind. Yeah, no, like, he's a he very know. scary well, idiot. <laughs> you know how they talk about, like, the dinosaurs had a brain the size of a walnut? Yeah. This is yeah. what, this, this, this is what they're talking about. Okay, but Huge it's a large one. nut, it's a right? Nut. Oh no, it's quite large. But oh my god! Brain. Oh my god! 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 What if it's not a big walnut? <laughs> <laughs> you open the window and you're like, "Oh my god, it's a headless man!" No, no, no! Look, there's a little walnut on there. <laughs> on a regular size neck? On a regular size neck, it just tapers up to a walnut. So we're talking like steep taper on the neck. What's scarier? Yes. What's scarier? Because I think small mm. walnut is much, 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 much scarier. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Lo- I mean, like if you see a large nut, you are in a horror situation. You are going to know that you need to crack it. Like it's obvious you need yeah. to bury an axe in there. If it's a small nut, like good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Good stri- like he'd have to hold still. Well, and imagine the scene of like you look out the window and it what looks like just like a regular walnut sitting on the windowsill, and you're like, oh, somebody left a walnut on my window, but then it stands up stands and there's up. shoulders, the shoulders. Oh, get out of town! There's body. a Travis shaped hole in the wall. Okay, from a marketing perspective, though, is tiny nut head gonna be a lot harder to cosplay? Because I feel like oh, that's true. People are gonna want to bring this character well, to to cons. Well, it's gonna and I feel re- like if it's a- it's gonna require head binding and a very very intense. You gotta shrink your head down. And that's let all there is offer, to it. Let me offer a solution that I think the boys in R and D and marketing are gonna be happy with. It is a a creature with a small nut head, but they wear a helmet. That that looks like a big nut, and you don't find that out till maybe movie four. Um, so the entire time they've had a small nut uh-huh. in there, right? Okay. I think we would be remiss uh-huh. not doing our duty if we did not maybe even explore the space of what if the head is truck nuts. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's our job as doing a comedy podcast, three three dudes on it. I, if it's I, not, can Trump, we no. not? Can we not do the Wayans Brothers work for them? Like, they're obviously going to be parodying this with Truck Nuts. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know that we want to... I mean, if you want to beat them to the punch it, for Scary Movie 80, like, I'm I'm fine with that. If you want to go ahead and say, like... Well, they got options. You could do Nuthead and they could do Butthead. And then there's a big butt up in there. There's a lot of fun stuff. Who... I mean, I this is the big question that everybody's sort of asking. They're on the tip of their tongue. And I did want to hold the cards close to the vest. But I think we should go ahead and just get it out there. Who's playing Nuthead? Let me Google best actors. Google okay, best actors because who we uh, like Martin Sheen as Nuthead. It's an it's a un, nobody would see that one coming. I feel like, and I feel like he's he needs a uh, you know he's, uh, he's been out of limelight for a little bit. Gotta be Vigo. Get me. Oh my Vigo. God, Vigo Martin. Gotta be Idris Elba. I th- Idris Elba's in everything. I don't uh, like. He's way too busy. But you know who we might be able to have some chance with is Mads. Yeah, gotta get Mads. Mikkelsen oh my god, on this. Justin, you are actually doing a very good job at casting Nuthead. Like Mads, Mik- Mads Mikkelsen is Nuthead. Um, IRL. Think- he's real life Nuthead. Like I-, I heard he's been looking for a franchise, and this could be. I mean, sure, he was in, you know, Doctor Strange and Star Wars and Casino Royale, but, like, th- this could be his franchise that is just Mads. Because, you know, once he's retired, he's going to want to work the con circuit. And what better way of establishing those sort of bona fides than with a huge horror franchise that is all Mads? I'm worried that we just took the first draft and kind of ran with it. Because Nuthead, mm. I think, is very good. Is there another? Are there other characters that we could generate here? Like Lamp? Do you mean like a nut, we, Nuthead Kids Club kind of thing? Well, no. It's maybe before we go all in on Nuthead, is Lamp body anything? And this is a person with Mads Mikkelsen's head, and I think we could get better acting out of him that way. But then his neck and everything below it is just one very big lamp. That's sort of the direction I would love to explore with what you What you need in, in, in a good horror character, I think, is what you need is the reveal of, like, so maybe it's, like, um, the tips of their fingers are micro-machines. You know, so it's like, oh, that's just a normal per. Oh, no. Oh, no. Right. They got micro-machines on their fingers. They got micro-machines for fiends. Get, is guitar bone or anything? Is that anything? <laughs> no, Prince already did that back in the Super You're right. Bowl. It's done. Guitar boner's done. What about cream cheese feet? Cream uh-huh. cheese feet is very scary. Now, can they ambulate? Well, they. I think they kind of slip and slide all over the place. That's but a, in bad a scary, scary way. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pitch this. Washboard abs, but literal. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I, I love that. We could probably combine all these for the Avengers style. <laughs> I thought you meant in one person with a lamp body, but washboard abs and cream cheese feet and a walnut for a head. This and is just all a, Mads Mikkelsen. This is just a big pile of things in my garage. This character exists in my garage oh, right now. That's it. That's the reveal, right? So you know, in a movie where it's like you you see a scary shadow in the lightning flash, and you're like, oh, that's a person, and you turn it on, and it's just oh, it's just a pile of things on the chair. The pile of things on the chair is the killer. Oh, oh shit! Shit! So, That's so and good. maybe Mads is the guy who owns the house, and he doesn't realize until it's too late. And we can call it Mads and the Real Nut, 
and he doesn't mm-hmm. maybe because then we get a psychological horror element of is it the lamp a real but it is a real and it's also okay, played so by Mads. Mads Mikkelsen and Martin Sheen are roommates loving okay. it so far uh, in college Bring and it. they've just <laughs> in college but now <laughs> yeah no they went back because Martin students. Sheen retired and went back because he wants to get his master's and like pursue he, you know. he has to prove to his dad that he can inherit the hotel fortune and so he exactly. goes back right and Mads realized he never really had a childhood because he was a child star, and so now he wants to go back to college. To get his Madsters. Uh-huh. And they've rented an apartment, and... When does Nuthead even show up in this fucking feature, Travis? <laughs> well, Nuthead comes at the end where uh, Nuthead reaches up, and you just see, like, a hand, which is actually unidentifiable as Nuthead because they're okay, you know, starting to get the feature. Okay, hold but on. the hand the been, like, like, drags hold the Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Travis has just suggested an innovation which I believe is bigger than Nuthead, bigger than anything. Where, and it's it's a secret horror movie, serendipity, fucking Cusack and Beckinsdale, or Beckinsworth, no one can remember right now, Griffin can't, get together, they put the number in the book, oh, fate brought them back to, while you were sleeping, he woke up and got a pencil through his balls, but I love him and not you, and I'm so sorry. And then Sandy and the other one get in bed and good night, and then a hand reaches... <laughs> And comes up from under the bed and reaches up and grabs at the person's grabs at them, grabs at them. Yeah. So scary. And then <laughs> it cuts to black. And then all the things you say to me because I'm one step, you know. And it was yeah, like, and it's like it was a, a horror movie a horror the whole movie time. The whole time. Dumb yeah, dumb. Exactly. Just so. people say like it's so scary, and you'll be watching the whole thing like. This doesn't seem I don't that think it's scary. very scary. They're out on a lake, and then, uh-oh, Jason jumps out of the lake at the end. Spook, spook, <laughs> and spook. Cut, smash cut to black. And it there you said And again. here's my innovation. Uh, if I might take this innovation even further, the post-credit sequence is an hour and 45 minutes long. And it's okay. them fighting the nuthead. It's them <laughs> fighting the nuthead. So it's like, stick around for after the credits, but do make sure you go to the bathroom during the credits and get something to eat. And maybe call the babysitter <laughs> the and tell him. The about to start. Yeah. And I think it, it maybe like it doesn't have to be an hour 45 minutes. I think this is in every movie. And so in in While You Were Sleeping 2, uh, still woke, they have to fight off the nuthead. And they probably have a little bit of trouble with it. But then they push him in front of the train tracks. And it's a very poetic and great way to kill the nuthead. Thor Ragnarok, they you know beat the devil or whatever at the end. I haven't seen it because I don't go to movies anymore. But they they beat him, and they're like, "Yeah, we did it!" And they have the big feast at the end, and Thor's there, and the Hulk there, and they're all having fun. And then Nuthead reaches up on the table. Everything you say to me, and then it cuts to the end of the credits, and they're like, "Nuthead smash into them." They like kill him with their superpowers, their big hammer. Uh huh. So it could be. I mean, it's just. It doesn't have to be a horror movie. It's just before the movie ends, someone has to fight the Nuthead. And um, that, can I tell you something? We're going to make bank on that. Yeah, because like, you're going to make money from Nuthead being in every movie ever made. Yeah, right? Like the, and it's, and it's going to create one big, like, Nutiverse where, like, every movie is connected by Nuthead. And then the way ends when they do the Scary Movie 80 sequel and they do have Truck Nuts at the end of it and they do all their fun jokes. At the end of it, they're going to have to confront the Nuthead. And there's right. no, there's nothing they can, and it's going to confuse. I thought this was a parody. Why is the nuthead? In, well, he has to be in all movies all now. They canon. passed the law. It's all it's uh, illegal. I have I have terrible news. Uh, we have put all this in the podcast. 
Oh, oh man. no. TM, TM, TM. Yeah, the past. Oh, TM, 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 TM. Oh, I thought you were uh, saying because the past 25 minutes have been sort of a freestyle, uh, just nonsense, sort of diarrhea, sort of uh, pinata situation. No, 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 no. That's that's all fine. Um, that is, however, the conclusion of our podcast. We hope you've uh, inexplicably enjoyed yourself uh, throughout. Um, want to one last time because it's the last time we'll get to talk to you until it happens mcelroyshows.com slash tours please go get tickets for the chicago show and our milwaukee show um they're gonna be a lot of fun i promise they will be fun and also somewhat buckwild. and please send in uh your questions for those shows and when you do just a little Brief reminder on the uh, best way to get your your questions on the shows. Anything that's like looking for actual help about a non-serious situation, like those are the two best scenarios. Like just a funny story that you saw. We appreciate the funny stories. It's just please understand it is just not a very good uh, launch pad for us to do our thing. And the same is like... If you are asking about like a really serious situation between friends or whatever, it's that's we're not going to make goofs about your very se- serious life situation. Um, so when you send those in, just make sure to put either Chicago, Milwaukee, or Minneapolis in the subject line so I can find them quickly and easily. Oh, and same for Yahoo's. I could really use some help from my 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 Yahoo soldiers out there, just because we're doing four shows back to back to back and need a lot of stuff. Also, I should mention next episode that goes up will be a live show from one of these things but we're gonna try not to uh put up two in a row like we've done in the past we'll hang on to these and we're gonna have a lot of live shows in the bank i'm not sure what we should do with them but we'll figure it out also thanks to john roderick and the long winters for use for a theme song it's a departure off the album putting the days to bed it's a fantastic album we're so grateful that we're able to use that as our theme song and thanks to maximumfun.org for letting us be on the on the network you can check out all the great shows there at maximumfun.org shows like lady to lady and stop podcasting yourself and jordan jesse go and judge on hodgman and all kinds of great shows all at maximumfun.org and we have other stuff that you can find at mcroyshows.com uh, I also I want to mention because it's it's not a maximum fun and it's new and I'm really enjoying doing it. Me and my friend Tybee have started a podcast called Run, a Doctor Who fan cast. Uh, we are about to wrap up the Eccleston season and then we're going to jump around uh, to Tennant and Matt Smith and uh, Capaldi episodes so that when the new season premieres with uh, Jodie Whittaker, we can talk about that. Um, you can find it on iTunes or on Twitter. It's Run Fancast. Um, but yeah, we're having a really great time doing it, and I uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, y'all want to uh, wrap it up? Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, this one was sent in by a ton of people. Thank you, everybody. It's from Yahoo Answers user Malcolm who asks: Is every Greg blood related? I can't find any information. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Justin McRoy. I'm Travis McRoy. I'm Griffin McRoy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Uh-oh, what's that coming from under the bed? Oh, no, he's here! And then we have to fight the nuthead. It's like it's the end of the thing. Play with me. You stopped recording, didn't you? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. What's up? I'm James, the co-host of Minority Corner. And look at that! I'm Aneke, the other co-host of Minority Corner. Girl, guess what? What? We just hit our 100th episode! What? 
And what do you think is going to be in store for the next 100? Probably some more feuds with Jennifer Hudson. And I'm telling you, I'm We'll probably do more investigative reporting, too, like we did with the Kodak and their racist film. Not to mention exposing the truth, like how we did with the ugly history of the Texas Rangers. But we always lighten the mood with a splash of pop culture. Olivia Pope's new wig. Have you seen that? It's popping. Just like your lip gloss. And Janet Jackson. And you know we like to put our nerd glasses on and talk about things like Marvel. It's true. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't speak about DC. (laughs) But you just did. What? All from a perspective that's black, queer, and ladylike. So come on over and learn, laugh, and play, and join the corner. It's a lot of fun. I'm having fun right now. (laughs) Minority Minority Corner. Corner.